What's up, DIY champagne makers? It's the Cover Band Confidential Podcast, the podcast for cover band musicians and band leaders to learn some new tricks and to find a better way. Here in Atlanta, Georgia, I am Adam Johnson. Here in Greensboro, North Carolina, Dan Ray, and I do hope there's a story behind that. So when there was a couple of times over the past you know, winter where like we were kind of stuck in the house due to weather or whatever. And uh, we decided we wanted to have champagne, but we didn't have any for like brunch or whatever. Yeah. So I took a bottle of um, Chardonnay and put it into the soda stream and carbonated it myself. Wow. And they tell you you're not supposed to do it. Are they right? No, there it's that's totally that's big champagne as far as I'm concerned. Oh, big champagne. Big champagne <laughs> trying to keep me from, you know, pursuing my God-given right as an American uh, you to made, make my wait, own wait, champagne wait. at what home. What you're saying is you made no wine before your time. No. Yeah. But it's funny cuz we were out to dinner um earlier tonight and uh mentioned that our our server was kind of being snarky. He was like, "Oh, you guys are fancy." I was like, Psh, "We make this stuff at home." And at the end of the at the end of the evening, in our toilet, us our check. She's like, "I need to tell you that SodaStream thing really spoke to me, and I'm very inspired now." <laughs> That's good. So That's good. Don't tell. Don't say that you can't do it. But when you just just a pro tip for those of you who who want to try that, uh, make sure that you let that release valve very very slowly because if you don't, uh, you get wine everywhere. But if you do it right, you are saving a hundred bucks at those. You know, those fools at Dom Perignon are not getting from you. Yeah, but really, you're just you're you're saving like three dollars because like you can get like a cheap bottle of you know white wine for like three bucks. True, and you can get like a cheap bottle of champagne for like six bucks. So true, true. Either way, true. So um, we're gonna keep it uh, short and sweet this week. Um, both of us have lots to do um, prepping for this weekend. But just wanted to make sure we dropped a line to all of our uh, our friends Yo. out in podcast land. Sup, friends. Yo. Um, I found out today that the Sunday gig that I was planning on playing guitar, I now am leading worship, nice. uh, which uh, is its own ball of wax. So, um, you know, on top of learning 30 songs uh, for Saturday, I now have to, you know, be in charge of three more on Sunday. So... You know, my stress level is at a, at a normal level. Look, a, uh, a music director's life is uh, never simple. Yeah, I mean, this is, this is m- my wife quite succinctly said, this is what you wanted, isn't it? <laughs> I was like, ah. Lives. Gotta take it. Yeah. Gots to take it. So we were going to do a little Tales from the Gig. Um, fun and, stories. And we, we should, just because it's been, um, you know, a, a hundred listeners ago, we should say yeah. sort of what the idea of Tales from the Gig is. So um, instead of picking a topic and kind of drilling down, um, this is kind of like a like a mental health break uh, episode where we just kind of talk about stuff that's happened and uh, stuff we thought was funny and um, not necessarily uh, a particular topic. So if you're looking for hard hitting, uh, you know, life changing uh, content, you're just <laughs> you're, gonna you're on the wrong podcast. First yep, of all, yeah, you need to go elsewhere. Yeah. So. Uh, we you had you had broached a topic this morning uh, via text about uh, cops at gigs. Do you right. have any fun cop stories? Um, I don't have. Uh, I have a paramedic story. Ooh, even better. <laughs> no, I'll not. Although I, um, I will say, at um, New Year's Eve last this year, the turn of this year, um, I was with v, um, the Clanky Lincolns playing a place we love called Tailgaters, and my other band that I was in at the time called Viva La Muerte. Which, by the way, um, had a conversation with him. He, there's another player who's way more available and actually is a better fit for their style. And I just kind of said, you should have him be your 
main player and have me be the special guest on occasion. And so that change has been made. I'm now a second string player in Viva La Muerte and I'm actually nice. very, very happy about that. Good, good, good. Yeah. All very good. Um, between that and backing down the trivia to once a month, I'm like, I can breathe a little bit. It's good. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, but that night, New Year's Eve, they were playing a bar downtown and they actually got shut down by the cops at about 1130 for capacity. It's a good problem to have. Um, well, not if you're the bar. They were empty at midnight. Yeah, I guess it's it a not bummer. Great. But um, no, so, <clears throat> but this is not that story. No. So sometime, actually shortly after that, we we're playing a place in um, just on the other side of Winston-Salem, Clemens, North Carolina. Um, and it's a bar that is, um, we played it a few times. It can get a little sloppy in there. Yeah. Um, and so one night we were playing it and, um, somewhere toward the, the back half of the first set, we included one of our favorite songs, uh, born this way, Lady Gaga. Yeah. And just as we were halfway through that, uh, uh, a mass of young people came in the door that included one, uh, lesbian couple. And Born This Way is a song that is very empowering to people of non-traditional uh, orientation and relationship status and all of mm-hmm. that. You know, they, they, they feel strongly about that song. And we like that. That's part of why right. we do it. Um, and totally not a ripoff of uh, Express Yourself by Madonna. I don't know why you would say such a thing. I don't know. Maybe it's just the melody and the chord structure. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's, I mean, aside from all that. Yeah. Point is, um, and the theme and the lyrics, but the point yeah. is, um, uh, these two young ladies um, became d- demonstrative in front of us on the dance floor. Um, okay. They were enjoying the fact that we were um, not despite being North Carolinians, we're not, you know, uh, judging them to be, uh, satanic, um, and, uh, fully expressing their enjoyment of each other. And it was, um, it was interesting to watch. Uh, they continued that as the night went on and got sloppier and drunker and crazier as the night went on. Uh, to the point that one of them, (sighs) I'm going to say the word dancing, but please hear it in quotation marks managed to get herself um she fell over she fell over in a way that looked to me fairly non-dramatic but she got wedged behind a table somehow (laughs) yeah and uh and next thing i know was kind of moaning and crying and screaming from behind the table and had somehow managed to injure sort of a vague area of leg hip rear end um, something to, to the extent that she could not get herself up and her friends came and got her up. And um, <laughs> at this point we're still playing. We're now into our second set. We had a break and hung out yeah. with all of them and, you know, got high fived like crazy and all that. Um, have you ever had somebody fall over injured on the dance floor? Um, I've definitely had people fall over, but it was more like, uh, you know, don't point and laugh. You know, they already feel embarrassed and then they get up and they either retreat from the uh, from the front of the stage elsewhere, or they just get up, kind of dust themselves off and off, and keep on going. Yeah, this young lady was beyond embarrassment. This was this was this was like an injury, severe injury. Something had happened. Yeah, and and um, uh, so her friends got her vertical. She was not putting any weight on the the leg that was hurt, and um, was still flagrantly drunk. I mean, just getting injured doesn't suddenly cure the blood alcohol content issue no 
you might become more aware of your consciousness, but you are not, you, you do not regain your facilities. No, and she did not. And, um, uh, her friends, um, there on the dance floor brought a bar stool to her and mm-hmm. she sat on it and, um, they kind of poked at her physical person a bit like it was it was very unclear where the injury was it could have been anywhere between like knee and rib cage um <laughs> still not clear about any of that but she was that, the, that is what that is what drunk people would do to assess the situation completely they just kind of poked at her uh and then decided that she needed to go to the hospital but none of them trusted themselves to get her there that's fair that they was that was Uber. the smartest move well uber might have been a thing to do, but they actually needed help getting her out. Despite yeah. having apparently one working leg, um, coming up off the stool was beyond her capacity. Got it. And um, so they did finally get her up on both of those shoulders while there was an ambulance out in the parking lot and and hopped her out of the bar and to the parking lot. Now, um, despite all of us on stage kind of looking at each other, wondering what to do, we did not drop a beat during this whole thing. Yeah. Uh, and I don't, I don't, to this day, I'm not entirely sure that was the right thing to do, but there were a lot of other people in that room who were not her. And she was, while she was sucking up 95% of the attention in the room, um, there was other stuff going on. And there was, there was certainly like, if we'd stopped the show, that would have been the end of the night. Yeah, I think uh at least from a from a front of house standpoint like if if that person is injured but is not in danger further, right? I don't feel like there's any need to stop the show or to draw additional attention to that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 that's essentially kind of what we were looking at. I don't think I yeah. had it quite formulated that cleanly, but that that was that was the idea. Yeah. So she hobbled her way out. Now, um I I can tell you that a dance floor injury um puts a certain damper over the rest of the evening. Oh yeah, I mean the 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 ground is sullied. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's blood on the blood on the on the blood on the dance on floor, the dance literally. floor, literally. Yeah, yeah, and so um, the rest of the night was, despite our efforts, a somber affair, <laughs> and, uh, and and we uh, yeah packed up and got out of there as quickly as we could. So that was that was my one story of uh, breakage in bedlam. So I've got two cop stories. Um, Let's hear them. We had talked about one, and then one just popped in my head while we were while we were sitting here uh setting the whole thing up um so one of them is uh it w- i was playing i was filling in for guitar for a, a buddy of mine who was playing a frat party at uh, emory university uh down in atlanta and it was a weird situation we were down in the basement and like you know it was like pitch black and um we're down there playing like 311 covers you know like mm-hmm. you would in mm-hmm. 2005 mm-hmm. or such um and people would come in, come out, and it wasn't a big deal. But uh, all of a sudden, we saw we saw, we saw these like strobe lights start flashing. Oh, I'm trying to figure out what that was all about. Um, were they red and blue by any chance? No, they weren't. They were the um, they were the fire alarm. Oh, and so we were forced to stop playing and evacuate the building. Yeah. Uh, it turns out that the uh, a competing fraternity. Uh, didn't like the pool that they were having at their party, and so they pulled a fire alarm uh, to spill everybody out of their party and into another party. I see. Um, the cops did show up, and it was a whole harangue. Sure. Um, 
And actually, now that I think about it, I've got another story that is involves the fire department. Um, we I was playing uh, in uh, Virginia Beach, Virginia, with my original band, and we were playing a um, an event with um, it was like a big youth event. Um, and we we were starting into a song, and then the same thing happened. All these lights started flashing, and uh, that one was a legitimate uh, issue. Hmm. Uh, the there was some sort of fire in the uh, in the premises, and they had to evacuate. The building instead of it being you know a frat house with like a hundred people, it was an arena with like a thousand people. Hmm. Um, but they uh, they got it all sorted out and they brought us back in and we literally just picked up right where we left off and it was a it was a, a fun evening. It's the mark um, of a pro right there. Pick up yeah, I mean there was we didn't really have much else to do. We didn't we didn't want to stop, but you know place is on fire. What are you going to do? Yeah, let so, the MF burn. Yeah, so. The last one is uh, actual cops involving an actual uh, performance. Um, we were my my cover band was supposed to play in Athens, Georgia, um, at a venue, and I don't know if they like there was some weird thing they got double booked or something happened. So my brother and his friend lived in a house about twenty miles away, uh, and they were like, well, you guys are here. Why don't we just set up in our house and you can play there? Cause they had some people over. And so that's what we did. Um, and this band, I mean, we played around a lot in the South and, um, we're, I, I feel like we were pretty good. Uh, and so we sat up in their house and just kind of rocked out in their living room. And, uh, it became apparent that the police had showed up to the house, but we just kept playing because nobody knocked on the door and nobody said anything, but the lights were flashing. Hmm. So we, I think we had a set list and, and the last song we were playing is back in black. And so we finished back in black and then they knocked on the door. And what basically what happened was, is they showed up, they saw that there was a band playing, but they heard that we were good. So they hung out <laughs> in the driveway, listened to us for about three or four songs. That's great. And then we're like, all right, guys, it's time to stop when they knew that we were going to be done anyway. That's good. And they were cool. They were like, yeah, man, sounded great, but y'all can't do this. So yeah, fair, <laughs> fair. Thank you, officer. Yeah, no, it was, uh, you know, everybody was behaving themselves. We were all well-behaved young men and they, uh, let us off with a warning and, you know, went on their, went on their merry way. Very good. So nobody got hurt. Nobody fell. Nobody broke their rear end. No fires got started. No, no fires got started that time. You know, there's always, there's always a chance. There you go. Any other fun stories that we can we can throw uh, in here just to wrap up? None I can think of of uh, you know consequences like that. No. Uh, well, I assure you that this this coming episode will be chock full of interesting information. Um, I bought a bunch of new gear this week. I bought a, a Turbo Sound PA on Craigslist for a steal of a deal. Yes, and I got um, I'm trying out the Line Six G10S wireless to see if it works. Um, I'm kind of hoping it works while also simultaneously hoping I don't like it because I've got 45 days to return it. Oh, and if it doesn't work, I'll, I'll happily give it back. Sure. Well, I'll tell you, I love my G10 and um, the S solves all of my quibbles with it. So yeah, I'll be playing in three different environments with three very different RF and um, oh, wireless yeah, test. Uh, environments. So it'll be a good indicator of, you know, whether or not it is uh versatile in the realms that I need it in. And uh, just to be sure, I bought an extra 30-foot cable just for funsies. Yes, you got to do that. So, well, that's all I got. All right, me too. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, welcome new listeners. We continually are getting new members every single uh, every single day. You know, 
pretty much by the handful. So thank yep. you for uh, for ch- tuning in and uh, for your continued support. But we will call it for this week. From Atlanta, Georgia, I am Adam Johnson. From Greensboro, North Carolina, Dan Ray. You have been listening to the Cover Band Confidential Podcast, episode 49. Boom. Have a good week.